Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wendy's is giving you a chance to win cash. Head to a participating Wendy's, snap a pic when you try the new homestyle French toast sticks, and post it on social using the hashtag Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps or log on to Wendy's French Toast Stick Sweeps.com. Wendy's new homestyle French toast sticks are crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. They're so good, they're the best thing to ever happen to breakfast. No purchase necessary. See rules at Wendy's French toast stick sweeps.com. Sweepstakes end September 11th, 2022. Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Wes Mitchell, and we've got uh, South Carolina wrapping up the regular season today. In fact, the 2015 season came to an end for the Gamecocks with this 37-32 to loss to Clemson. West South Carolina really, I thought, played defensively against the run. I was impressed with the way the Gamecocks came out and played today. I thought the effort was as good as it's been all year. And the Gamecocks played hard for 60 minutes, but it was not good enough to beat the number one team in the country. Yeah, effort was certainly there, Emerson. I think it was one of these games where, you know, South Carolina just tried to do everything they could to just hang around, hang around, and then maybe uh, try to steal one there in the end. You know, you looked at that, you looked up the scoreboard and it was twenty eight twenty five at one point. Clemson had turned over. Uh, the crowd was going insane, and you know, I, I think uh, you look at Clemson. I know Carolina fans probably won't, I won't give them a whole lot of credit, but you looked at twenty eight twenty five. Clemson was in a situation where they had to have a drive, and they absolutely. Got the job done, uh, converted a bunch of third downs, got down the field. And, you know, if you're looking at it from a Carolina perspective, you're saying, even if you can just hold them to the field goal, you got a shot to, you know, drive back down and possibly win the game. But uh, when it really came down to it, Clemson was able to make plays and win the game. So, uh, you know, I think Carolina played very, very hard, but you also have to get Clemson credit for when the game was on the line, they, uh, you know, made the plays they needed to. Wes, Clemson fumbled three times in this ball game, and, you know, the Gamecock defense did a good job creating turnovers today, and this speaks to the effort that the Carolina defense gave, but it really felt like, you know, Clemson did everything it could to help the Gamecocks cause with these three turnovers today, but the Gamecocks, as has been the case much of the year, struggled in the red zone, and they simply weren't able to turn those turnovers into touchdowns. Yeah, you know, I think this was a game where if, if South Carolina was going to win, they were going to have to, you know, take advantage of every opportunity they had. They uh, took advantage of some of them, but certainly not all of them. And then, I, you know, I, I thought you look at the end of the half. Uh, South Carolina's down 14 or nothing. Uh, you know, they had elected to kick a field goal earlier in the half, uh, you know, from, you know, the 37-yard line. I think that was a 54-yarder. They, of course, missed that one. And they got down there, and I understand the thought process of saying you've got to try to find some points, but against the number one team in the country, my thought process was, you know what, you probably have to just go ahead and just uh, roll the dice and go for it here. And I kept thinking the whole game that, you know, they're going to look back to that decision of kicking the field goal to make it 14-3 to before the half and say those extra four points, if, uh, if you know, you had converted, there's no guarantee you would convert, but – 
just um, to beat a number one team, I feel like you have to take some chances. You have to kind of roll the dice a little bit, and I'm not so sure that that's what South Carolina did. They, you know, they tried very, very hard. There's a lot of effort from the player standpoint, but I'm not sure that they quite laid it all out there as far as uh, taking every chance they could to actually try and steal one. Recapping the Clemson-South Carolina game today. Clemson beat the Gamecocks 37-32. to The Tigers wrap up their regular season undefeated. They get North Carolina in the ACC championship game next week. And South Carolina wraps up the year 3-9. and The Gamecocks 1-7 and in SEC play to close this 2015 season. Wes, Brandon Wilds was injured in the game. He only had three carries for eight yards. And, you know, I felt like that put Gamecock quarterbacks in a bit of a tough spot because we've seen this year that the Gamecock running game is better when Wilds is on the field. So it was David Williams and Sean Carson, you know, trying to pick up the slack a little bit today. I thought they did a pretty good job, but no question that uh, having Brandon Wilds helps Perry Orth. And we even saw Lorenzo Nunez back in at quarterback today. He got nicked up a couple times during the ball game, and Farrell Cooper even ran some Wildcats. So Coach Elliott this week said that he was going to pull out all the stops to try to beat Clemson. Yeah, you know, I, I like seeing Nunez in there. I, I think that you know, you look at the the two point conversion try where he was. Looked like he was in his top short, and he kind of piled through, uh, showed some uh, tenacity, I guess would be the way to say it. You know, I, I think that's something South Carolina was going to have to have, you know, with that playmaking ability that Dugas brings to you. Uh, Sean Carson really, you know, I, I think he's had some really nice moments this year and probably had one of his better games as far as making some plays for Carolina. He said, with Wilds out, Sean Carson kind of stepped up and, and did his job. But, you know, at the end of the day, you just look at this offense, and I, I think – it kind of comes down to the problems that has plagued them all year long is the fact that they don't necessarily have quite enough playmakers. You know, you look at Tennessee game, Texas A&M game, Florida game, close football games where South Carolina does just enough to kind of hang around but just is not quite able to do quite enough to pull it out. And it today's game to me just felt kind of just similar to uh, – a lot of the South Carolina games this season. Pharaoh Cooper wraps up his Gamecock career with a four-reception day for 86 yards, but he did have the 57-yard TD reception in the second half. So a great way for him to wrap up his career, even though it was in a loss. It was nice to see Pharaoh Cooper running free at Williams-Brice, as we've seen for much of the last three years. Yeah, you know, I think when you look back on Pharaoh Cooper's career, I don't know if we quite have given this guy enough credit for just how tough he is. You know, you look, uh, you know, I looked at him last week, the Citadel loss. I know the fans don't want me to bring that up again, but, um, you know, South Carolina's losing to an FCS opponent. Uh, Pharaoh is hurt. He had his, you know, foot wrapped in the first half. He's basically limping out there to, to line up at wide receiver and he's still making plays, not just catching the football, but, uh, fighting for extra yardage. Um, trying to find a way to spin off guys, uh, run through guys, just, you know, finding a way to make plays. And I, I think if I look back on Farrah Cooper's career, the way that that kid just gave an effort on the field, off the field, did everything the right way, I really don't know right now, you know, as you kind of look at his career. I know everyone knows he's good. I'm not sure if fans quite give him enough credit for just how good that guy is. But, I, you know, personally, he's someone that, you know, some you know college football guys come, they go, uh, you know, it's cyclical, you know, three, four years, uh, guys come in and they rub it out. But personally, I'm really just going to miss uh, watching uh, Ferry Cooper go out there and do his thing. And just just the way he handles himself is really, really 
something you have to admire. Certainly class act on and off the field, and I think he goes down as one of the Gamecock greats. You know, even though his career is only three years at South Carolina, I think he made the right decision turning pro, and I think uh, Gamecock Nation obviously wishes him the best with his professional career, as much as Gamecock fans would like to see him come back one more year, I think most people would agree that uh, he's ready to go on to the next level. So nice to see Farrow Cooper get that last Gamecock touchdown today. One other item, Wes, as we look to the future here, Debo Samuel, the redshirt freshman out of Chapman High School here in South Carolina, had a 100-yard day today, caught a touchdown pass, and I think this is a name we might be hearing more in the future. Yeah, you know, that's a guy I've uh, really, really been high on for a while, and I think uh, has a Huge amount of ability, uh, can make plays for you. You know, I, I think that he's a guy that kind of uh, gives you, you know, I think you saw today, he gives you a, a little bit of a matchup where you feel like you, you like your chances when he's healthy. And I, I think South Carolina kept going back to that. They saw that they had a little advantage there, you know, one-on-one coverage with uh, him against the Clemson secondary. The, uh, you know, Orth made some really good throws to him on the slant and the fade route there for the touchdown. Here's a guy that I, I think we all thought coming into the year could kind of be that second wide receiver for, uh, you know, for Farrah Cooper, for Jarrell Adams there at tight end, kind of to take some pressure off, but he's been hurt all year long. Um, and I, I think moving forward, you know, you look at him, who's going to be the playmakers in 2016? You probably say Devo Samuels got a chance to be one of those guys. And, you know, whoever that new coach coming in may be, you know, whoever's front of the offense is probably saying, this is a guy I need to try to get the football to. All right, Wes, so where does South Carolina football go from here? First priorities as we move into a very important couple of months for recruiting. Obviously, we've got the coaching transition that we believe is imminent, should take place very soon. How soon do you expect to see a change or an announcement for head coach? And what will be the top priorities for the immediate future for Gamecock football? Yeah, you know, I think if you're Ray Tanner, you're looking, obviously, at Tom Hermie, you're looking at Kirby Smart. Uh, both those guys, it looks like, are going to be playing in a uh, conference championship. So I think that does possibly extend the uh, timetable out just a little bit, but you know, I think it seems like Tom Herman has been raised Ray Tanner's top target, so it sounds like he's not giving up on him, but if you kind of look at the uh, percentages, it certainly feels like uh, right now, when you look at the fact that Kirby Smart is a guy that probably takes South Carolina's job, that's very interested in South Carolina's job, and uh, also someone that's going to be looking very closely, I think, what's going on at, at Georgia with Mark Rick. Uh, I think that the timetable is probably still you know, I would say in the next week and a half or so, but, um, you know, just still, I think the deal is to pay very, very close attention to those two guys. And, you know, possibly if Smart is a candidate at Georgia or not, I think is the thing South Carolina fans should be paying a lot of attention to right now. Wes, we appreciate your time here on Gamecock Central Radio, and thanks for your insight as always. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, man. I appreciate it, Emerson. Have a good one. Okay, Wes Mitchell, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. We'll have more coming up here in the days and weeks to come on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.